and I sit around by myself and wait for you. Haven't you heard? One is the new two. Turns out everything's better if you add Miss Piggy to it. There's only one Miss Piggy, and she is moi. Gonna make a scene. And welcome to Letters to Miss Piggy. The excellent pod where two fab fat pen pals of Miss Piggy send an endless stream of fan mail through the airwaves. That's Abby. She's from the geographical center of North America. And that's Jess. She's from the state of Victoria in Australia. Nailed it. <laughs> and we're both in Glasgow, Scotland. I think we're lost. Mm. Did we travel by map? <laughs> That will make more sense to you, dear listener, uh, later in the show. Um, (laughs) Each episode of Letters to Miss Piggy, we chat through clips, interviews, and articles alike, all about our icon, the one, the only, the Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. It's Miss Piggy, actually. Um, (laughs) This episode, we're delving into a modern Muppets classic, the 2011 film The Muppets, not to be confused with The Muppets Movie or The Muppets Show, um, but we're going to get the band back together, so it's going to be a lot of fun. It's honestly, every time we talked about getting to watch this movie, I would call it The Muppet Movie. Which is just not what it's called. It's not what it's called. I'm like, well... The hardest thing is Googling it. So when I Google Miss Piggy the Muppets, Uh turns out you just get regular Miss Piggy information because the Muppets (laughs) is more of a vague entity. Therefore, calling a film the Muppets was actually a little bit of a dick move for Jason Siegel, in my opinion. I agree. (laughs) I'm um, a little surprised that nobody thought like, hey, let's give this like a fun, catchy, like the Muppets. I think it's because they're like reviving it or like giving it this like new, it was more, I mean, it's still a sequel, but for some reason it's like they were trying to do a reboot. Anyway, we're going to get into this. How are you? You're not well? I'm (laughs) no, I'm not well. Um, I have inherited a cold, but whatever, who cares? Um, Not me, that's for sure. Get over it. (laughs) Move on, bitch. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, uh, yeah, so being a little poorly, so really leaning into my self-pity on that one as as one must, right? Yeah, I think so. My voice is also weird this week. I had a COVID test, which was super fun, as everyone knows, (laughs) um, by now. And like an official one, not even just a home one. I had to go oh, to a, a PCR. place and do a thing. I had to walk to a place. <laughs> Disgusting. It was the worst. How dare they? Um, I know. Rude. Because I got pinged, which is the term in uh, yes, this country. That's My what Australian we're using. listeners won't, American listeners won't know probably no. that terminology. My mum was like, oh, what was your tear site? And I was like, I don't know the words you're What's saying. What's that? Um, <laughs> She's like, where was your, uh, it was like a crisis site or what, I don't know what the language there is, but theirs is like, this is the place that happened. I'm like, they just told me to stay inside till I get a test and then I'm cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's more of an app that just tells you what to do, mum. It doesn't tell me the details of who I should blame or what angry <laughs> letters I should write. Like it just goes, hey, just do the things. I know that's for the best um, because it could foster some really terrible relations between people and communities if we knew who gave us potentially COVID. But yeah, getting pinged, what a thing. And now there's so many new like little like turns of phrase. Like people, someone said to me the other day, like, oh man, my sister's bubble burst and then her friend's bubble burst. And then I was worried that my bubble would burst. I was like, are we mm-hmm. saying this now? <laughs> Is that also like that used to just be about hope and love and like, but I guess it still is a lot of hope. That's true. (laughs) They burst my hope bubble. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My bubbles burst. These rose tinted glasses come right off. Turns out COVID everywhere. But again, we're very vaccinated. I I know I'm double. Are you double vaxxed now? I'm almost double vaxxed. I'm going. That's almost double vaxxed is not a thing. 
Sorry, this is like COVID corner. I didn't oh, mean to be like a yeah. big thing. COVID corner is an easy place to end up though, right? It's like, how it happens. Like, and also I just, it is interesting the different terminology. I do think that's funny because like Australia has gone back into lockdown and so I'm talking to my family a lot more and friends because <laughs> turns out they've got tons of time. Not a read, just a fact. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> a bit of both. <laughs> they, yeah, suddenly they're all reaching out. Um, but, <laughs> but it is interesting how it works so differently. And also it sounds ridiculous, but it's perspective, I guess, as well, because mm-hmm. They're like, we've got 54 cases. I'm like, so none? Yeah, so like almost zero. You're basically saying zero. (laughs) Do you know you're basic? And they're like, no, 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 Jasmine. You don't understand. We've had this. And I'm like, I just, it's so different. Difference is, and like people may not know from different places in the world, but Australia's had a really struggle um, getting vaccinated. Um, Mm. Our prime minister isn't a terrible idiot, terrible person. Uh, Scott Morrison is his name, or Scomo, as we call him. Scomo. Scomo. Of course, of course, which sounds like scum, which feels <laughs> which accurate. is uh, yeah, what it um, should sound like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so people aren't vaccinated, so it's different here. So that's the main reason why the cases feel different because like mm. our cases are high, but our vaccination is high, and so it's kind of a different vibe. It's more hospitalization, yeah. like but in sense. Australia, even still, fifty four back here in the unvaccinated days it would, just, it would just come out in the wash wouldn't it like, yeah <laughs> can you imagine a time well. we would have 54 cases <laughs> goodness gracious goodness. me um and they're so cute and i love them but they'll be like oh my god i had this many and i'm like mm, okay but they're in lockdown so they're obviously sad and i put my heart out to them and you know guy who's featured on this show uh, mum who's referenced on the show uh, Robbie who's been on the show all these people we're thinking about um, for me out to everyone as well Cassie Tristan um the twins all my people here's um, hoping none of you get zoned or tiered or yeah it's like a tier it sounds like a tier disaster like... zone but that can't be the term it's like a tier hot spotty zone something and they have levels <laughs> and basically it's so you police it yourself so basically everyone's right. meant to go online every day and check what the tiers are places the danger mm zone and see if i went to the danger zone <laughs> if i did i should get a test and isolate um, well why don't we have a musical youtube channel i don't know <laughs> do you think same. it's too late we're Is there still time i think there's still time <laughs> If Bo Burnham's still doing it, I think we could get on the bandwagon, right? Is he or I think he's just Netflix, is he especially? Well, not? just his Netflix special. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so you think we should get a Netflix special? That sounds yes. good too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I think we should get. Yeah. Why don't we have <laughs> one of those already? Would be great. Um, so I feel like that's us. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Oh, no. I have one other one thing more? that I want to tell you about, which is yes. that um, they painted the line. This is not going to sound interesting, but it was fascinating <laughs> to me. They okay. painted the lines uh on my street today that is and boring, you're right i know i know it sounds <laughs> awful but it was fucking fascinating pardon my language because they i don't know i just like watched them in fascination and i'll tell you what it wasn't just me who was fascinated because like uh-huh. three guys came up to them on the street and just stood and watched them like hands on hips just got involved were they using the little machine or were they doing it by hand no, they were doing it with the like with the polar thing that's like yeah. it's like a hot brush and then they pour the stuff in the top and he just like drags yeah the yeah they pull it across the, the little uh-huh. machine thing yeah, yeah it looks so cool it was like magic it was like street magic david blaine street magic <laughs> it's pretty amazing um, the joke is of that is we're not even in lockdown in glasgow but that's still the best entertainment that abby has <laughs> anyway well this we is a podcast a about <laughs> miss piggy and the muppets um yes. 
my favorite band. Yeah, so... Uh, Speaking of the Muppets, it is a good band. I'd so watch that. I'll throw a little like synopsis at us just yeah. in case anyone hasn't seen the film. Um, you definitely should. It's a really fun and like chill, laid-back movie movie, I'd say. It's on Disney+, Plus. as again, mm-hmm. we don't sponsored, but uh, would love to be recognized. Yeah, you know, whenever you want, Disney. It's also 10 years old. Um, oh, which is pretty that's cool. true. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, Good maths. Well done. Thank you. Um, so I think it came out. I'm not sure what month in 2011. We keep having anniversaries because last time was an anniversary. As oh well. yeah, we're so that's smart. What, oh, a what a happy like. accident. <laughs> <laughs> we did it on purpose, obviously. Uh, somehow. Um, yeah. So the this is just like a really fun little movie. Movie. It uh, is about. Sort of a little, we have a little trio of characters. We have Walter, who's the Muppet brother of Gary, Jason Siegel. Um, they do not even attempt to explain how they're brothers or how it works. That but I think that's probably for the best. I really hope that they never would try to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gross. Um, and then we also have Amy Adams as Mary, Gary's fiance. Or, well, Gary and, well, it's Gary's a, so girlfriend. So funny because in the, their accents, it sounds the same, but in mine, it doesn't. The Gary. Same. Mary, very different. <laughs> but they're like Gary and Mary, yeah. Gary and Mary, yeah. See, Gar- you, Gary, and- you could say Mary, couldn't you? Gary and Mary. I mean, I, I don't know why I would. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the name Aaron all over again. Um, <laughs> so okay, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, they they go on a trip to Los Angeles together from their hometown of Small Town, USA. Mm. Um. Mary wants Gary to propose on this trip that's supposed to be romantic, and Gary invites Walter because he is a deep and abiding lifelong Muppets fan, and he mm-hmm. desperately wants to see the Muppet Studios. Um, lo and behold, when they get there, an evil or- oil baron, Tex <laughs> Richman, played by Chris Cooper, uh, the mean Southern dad in most films, um, yeah, and his henchmen. Right. Um, they are going to take over, repurchase the, the Muppet Studios, which is all run down. Um, and they're going to secretly uh, drill for oil where the studios mm. are. So the only way out of this is if the Muppets can repurchase the theater before time is up on their contract and they have to raise $10 million to do so. Mm. Um, this sends them... The trio on a spiraling turn of events in which they go try to find Kermit. They do so. They get the Muppets all back together. Um, they even travel to Paris to recruit Miss Piggy. <gasps> you heard me say it. And uh, yeah, it's a tale of uh, love and coming together and making a show in two days. And Rashida Jones is here. And I mean, we've all been a show in two days, right? Yeah, right. We've all been we, there. we all know how that is. Anyone who's done Rough. a 48 hour film. <laughs> yeah, my goodness. <laughs> That time of year again as well? They're coming back. I know. It's pretty amazing, actually, that, like, nobody seemed exhausted except Kermit and Scooter. (laughs) Although that's kind of accurate. Yeah, Yeah, that seems like actually how that works. (laughs) The lead and the stage manager are exhausted. Everyone else is going to live in their best lives. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, basically, we – everything comes to a head at our our big performance, which Mm -hmm. the Muppets hold a telethon to raise their $10 million. and essentially, that's pretty much the show. Then, of course, it's a Muppet movie. So they do get the theater back, but they don't get it by raising $10 million, which we all appreciate because it seemed insane. It that they could have made that much money in one night and they didn't because the clock also was showing the wrong total. Things anymore. Clock? Well, that too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What a!" I mean, I know that we're, and I'll, I will get back to it in a second. But I do think that it's an old concept. 
Yeah. I'm not sure what it was 10 years ago, but for me, it's a thing that happened on Friends and that's the only yeah. concept I had connection to. I had to it. You know, they still like, do them. Yeah. Like they still do do them in American? the US. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're not like as Facebook like, donate button. Well, but they do, <laughs> don't they? Right. So that is the difference. But like it's still called a telethon and they still have some people there at the phones to like present the sort of live event. It just feels of weird it. calling someone and giving them your card. Card. <laughs> yeah, that definitely does. wild. But yes, you My... can see them on screen. <laughs> that's true. So they must be legit. Didn't Seth um, Rogen do a telethon for a cause couldn't tell you i'm sure he did it doesn't matter so this film was written by jason siegel and nicholas stoller um i didn't know nicholas stoller as a name but apparently they've uh worked together on a lot of jason siegel's films that he's made so forgetting sarah marshall getting to the greek is one of these other ones Uh those kind of films um anything with jason siegel's kind of like made or produced nicholas is kind of there so they're they're sort of like writing partners and like yeah yeah, they work together a lot and nicholas was originally going to direct this film as well oh right um which obviously he did he did not um, (laughs) james bobbin directed this which we'll know from most wanted as well um so he directed the most recent two films um and he's also as we mentioned last time when we spoke about James, is one of the main co-creators of Flight of the Concords. That's right, yes. Which is how you get Brett in. Um, so Brett McKenzie is back as the composer, um, and we'll chat a bit more about him when we get to favourite songs. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but Thanks to look again. forward to. <laughs> Our budget for this film was $45 million, um, right. and the box office is $165 million, which makes it the highest yeah. grossing Muppets content i've written here <laughs> i meant for but like you know out of all the things they've made to yeah. kind of cover the shows and the films and the specials or whatever but it's yeah the highest the best return for money is still the original film because it's had like mm-hmm. nine million and it made yeah. like 65 that was which is crazy. like crazy an amazing turnaround um yeah. critics good again so rotten tomatoes uh 90 this is the only one that's been equal to the original film which is 95 percent right. for critics right less for audience um which is 80 percent for audience i feel like it'll be like diehard fans or something who are like mm. not happy with the idea of reboot or didn't think that Walter should be the lead or yeah, you know, like want a Kermit like movie or something like I mean it's still very strong mm-hmm. Hermity but um that's- I think there's maybe that's why but it's like it's the only one that's had 95 other than the original Muppets film which as we might recall was 95 across the board yes um, that's what, right what a classic just a beloved film also a film that did not come out in the age of the internet exactly but yeah. has now been reviewed in a maybe a nostalgic way which probably yeah. is part of it which also honest. bumps it up yeah um, like, like, but... like reviews for this in you know 40 years and i'm not mad about doing. it like yeah. i agree yeah um yeah but the development of this so as i mentioned um jason we're on first name basis i have to say Siegel because like jason's too much of a, a nothing name yeah it's too like um, normie right jason yeah, and so amy jason, they both are yeah they're really basic uh jason siegel and uh, nicholas stoller worked so the reason why they come up with this plan was during forgetting sarah marshall i can't say that right um apparently they used jim henson studios and i tried to oh. find out why and well, it was too hard so they I had the have you seen the film? film? I have, but I can't remember Dracula, what would be in it. His Dracula musical that the show centers around. It's all p- Dracula oh, puppets. And- turns out I only remember the like the beach and, <laughs> and the uh, um, uh, thingies in it. What's his face? Russell Brand. Um, Russell Brand. I remember Russell Brand uh, being in it. Mm, turns out I don't remember that film at all. <laughs> I have seen it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so, so- yeah, yeah. So it ends on a vampire. Actually, f- funnily topical to what we were talking about earlier on a vampire musical that's made up of puppets 
Yeah, I should watch that film again. Yeah, you definitely um, should. It's a it's because a good I like ride. vampires and musicals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they used Jim Henson Studios for that, and then that kind of started the kind of conversation of um, Siegel. I'll right. just call him Siegel. Let me Siegel there loves Muppets. Has been a you know basically Siegel is Walter. And if you watch this film, <laughs> right? Siegel wrote that, and basically his love of the Muppets is kind of what Walter's maybe not as obsessive, but like he's been a, like right. you know, long term fan, grew up with the Muppets, big part of his life. And obviously he's a performer and making content, so that was quite um, influential on him. Yeah, you can see that. Like, it definitely comes across that this is a movie. Like, it doesn't feel – I feel like that there's a dangerous line you walk when you're a fan making content about – For sure. Um, especially an expensive movie about something that you love, right? Like, mm. we've seen that. I'm trying to think of a quick example, but like – Star Wars. Uh, yeah, actually, that's a great example. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek as well. Um, oh, yeah. Depending on, like, who's making a movie um, – it just like you you run the risk of like being too invested in it and then not being able to make something that's like fun and accessible and enjoyable for people. Yeah, or like, see it properly, like bigger uh-huh. picture. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, like the fourth season of Community, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, that's uh, yeah, I can totally see that he's Walter, <laughs> and you definitely can see like I mean the thing I really and we'll get into more of a blow by blow in a little bit, but I the big thing I want to kind of say with this film is it does feel like it's like beautiful love letter mm. to the Muppets and yeah. to Jim Henson and to what that meant to him. And there's like full with all of these references and all of these like nods and all of this. It's like a big homage of a film. Homage? Homage. 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 Um, <laughs> homage. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to France and I'll correct us there uh, in this film. But yeah, so I do think it had like this beautiful, irreverent way of it, but I'm mm. still in the way that it's Muppets, not taking itself super seriously. Right. Lots of songs, silly songs, silliness. And it still has um, that, like, yeah. childlike wonder about it, which I think sometimes, like, I mean, we definitely found a little bit of that lacking in um, Most Wanted. Most Wanted. <laughs> Never remember the names of any of the films. I got um, you. Thanks. Uh, like, definitely there was a bit of that, like, childlike spirit that was sort of missing. Like, Walter kind of brings that, like, innocence and sort of yeah. joy to it that maybe, like, makes it feel still like a a movie like a lot of the Muppet stuff is like not capital F capital C for children but it is for children a lot of it anyway and so I think this film like does a nice job of straddling like you know there's so many moments that are like really cutesy and dumb and like absolutely not at all married to reality no you know like when we're introduced to amy adams character and she's underneath a car teaching shop in her class (laughs) like yeah and also they love her so much they don't want to go on spring break i love that that's really sweet (laughs) but also that they, they do that so that she can kind of help later on like they do like one yeah. bit of her fixing a car so that later on she can fix a fuse box. Right. Cause she teaches and an auto, sh- auto mechanics class to like She like jump graders. starts a building. Yeah. Um, you know how that goes. Classic. Um, <laughs> just to say, a building and a car. They're very similar. It's just like the normal vibe. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say the other thing that I thought interesting, I read a little bit about development was yeah. that the character obviously it took them a few years. They originally had the idea in 2000. Eight, I want to say, yeah, one of those ones. Um, one of the, yeah, yeah. Um, but originally, Walter was going to be like a ventriloquist dummy that was kind of alive. Uh, that was like, and I was like, oh, I don't like that. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, and those then, ones, and then Jason Segel would be the ventriloquist, I assume. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah so like that's right. how they're going to do it. Um, and but then you know, came alive in a very Pinocchio kind of way, and then right. But I, and I was reading that, going, oh, I'm so glad this got worked on more. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because like turns out drafting is super important. Guys. And like you know, you can understand like 
there's something to be said for how cute it would be in the sense that Jim was so inspired by the guy who was the ventriloquist. Yeah. Charlie McCarthy. That's true. Like, so I guess it is probably, there must have been an intended homage there, but like, I literally can't imagine enjoying a film where I had to watch a living, bouncing around ventriloquist dummy and, fun and identify with it as cute. Yeah. Where's Walt is adorable. He's so cute. Um, kind of bl- like kind of bland, but he needs to be because you need to be able to like sort of. Yeah, I, I was thinking that Walter's also. I think in this film, you know, how he was saying he's got that kind of innocence. I think he is more like Kermit in the first film, right? Because now Kermit yeah. is a bit more jaded. That's he's true. seen the Wealthy. world. He's older. Yeah, you know, he's had success. He's had failures. That's he's true. been in and out of love. Um, you know, he's been so living in the house in Beverly Hills on his own. They built together. Um, I've got to know about that as well. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, so I do think that like maybe that's why you need someone like Walter to come in in this like fresh eye optimism. Mm-hmm. Like we're all gonna make it work, guys, if we all just work, come together. Which yeah. is often what Kermit is. I mean, he sometimes can be a bit more you know cynical about stuff, but he often is still that. He's that glue, right? That's he's that glue who kind of keeps everyone going, but. I mean, he got to, had to be convinced because he doesn't have that optimism anymore because he's yeah. aged and he's different. Yeah, you know, and he's, he's already, already been famous and he's been, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, and it's kind of fun that we don't, well, we'll get to this in a little bit, but it's pretty fun that we don't figure out what Walter's talent is until the very end. <gasps> yeah, that is fun. I didn't write anything like mm. that because I have to talk about it. Um, so I wrote in a way that I often do, which is my thoughts and feelings um, vaguely until I start writing my Fs. <laughs> you all know my Fs. Excellent. Um, so I don't know how many thoughts and feelings you would like to just scatter through my thoughts and feelings, if that would work for you. I'll just pepper them in if you're happy yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the opening. There's like this home cam, like like camcorder. Oh, like really sweet. Opening, which I really love. I love anything with like an old camcorder. It looks so fun. Yeah. Um, and then like a little animation in yeah. like small town. And I was like, aw. Um, and then like they're watching the Muppets show um, with Steve Martin, which is season two, episode eight. If you want to watch <laughs> Thank <that>. you. <laughs> As we all know, Steve Martin and the Muppets and Frank Goz have a beautiful relationship. Um, so <laughs> also another bit of homage there. <laughs> yeah, I was glad. I was I always thought it was really fun. They picked the Steve Martin episode. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. you know, and um, it's, that like yeah. little animation is so cute because like the bit where there's a bit where they're trying to explain like the difficulties in Walter's life where oh, like yeah. Jason Siegel's growing older and Walter Ola. doesn't. Into, yeah. And there's my favorite little bit there is they go to, he's like, well, it's, it wasn't all roses. And they go to like get on a theme park ride and he can't ride because he's like not tall he's enough. So small. It's really, yeah. Like, Cause aww. he's a Muppet height. Yeah. And he's not going to change Muppet height. And again, I like that they didn't, talk like they didn't actually explain that they just went, no they just this let it was be. the reality and yeah. i thought that was great so good little montage of them growing up together mm-hmm. um kind of weird that they're whatever age they are but sleeping <laughs> in the same room but maybe that's a burton like only moment who knows yeah feels like a burton anything right Except it does the family, yeah so less homoerotic so not as much my fan but like still <laughs> But it definitely has that like thing. a bit of arrested development there. I think yeah, it, yeah, it has that vibe, right? Yeah. You're like, what are you doing? How have you been in a relationship for ten years? Apparently, right. you still share a bedroom with your well, brother. You can see where her frustration comes from. Yeah, yeah. I've, she is the most patient woman. Oh my god, she is so patient. Um, Amy Adams is great. I also think she's perfect for this role. Um, yeah. just quietly, I think she was one of the, she was the last person to be cast. And actually, there's a little video that. 
I'm going to put in that I encourage people to watch, which is about, have you seen it? The Jason Segel and Kermit inviting her. It's so cute. Yeah, it's really and cute. And Jason's like singing a little song and Kermit's like, well, it's not, shall we? Um, and it's very <laughs> cute though. And I really liked it. But I do think she's perfect for it. But yeah, the patience. Yeah. yeah. Did Enchanted come out uh, before or after this film? Before, right? I feel like it must before. be like 2008 or something. I feel like Enchanted. Enchanted came out when I was still in school. I'm pretty sure. 2007. 2007 it was close um, um so yeah, yeah so she's already before. a well-known like actor Person. who like i mean she was well known before enchanted even but like well known for being able to sing and kind of do these, yeah like, cheerful be that characters. kind of Person. yeah she was yeah i think she was perfectly cast although granted um, bless amy adams one final thought on her she did enchanted mm-hmm. and then she did the movie doubt and then she mm-hmm. did the movie the fighter and then she did the oscar-winning film the master and then she did this movie <laughs> It's a really interesting collection of So films, she can do it? anything is what. She is a mm-hmm. beautiful spectrum of acting. And yeah. we're grateful for her. <laughs> we love you. Um, <laughs> thanks, Amy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like, so the very beginning of this, they have this beautiful moment that I really kind of wrote down some quotes. Um, mm. But one of them was, yeah, it was just like stunning, like, as long as there are Muppets. For me, there's still hope. And I was like, oh, I know. Walter. Walter. <laughs> and sometimes that's how I feel about this podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm very grateful that there is, turns out, seems like endless content. Oh, um, forever which is content. Really helpful because I love being here <laughs> and doing this. So that's really great to hear. And I feel Aww. like, yeah, it's just really nice. Like, it is that thing of it's so uplifting and the Muppets are we yeah. obviously that's why we're here like I mean more specifically but but you know like it's such an amazing kind of vehicle you know to bring that kind of joy and you know humor and all these kind of things and yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think there's that feel. there's that nice thing yeah it is a good it's good feelings that are like sort of well-tempered right like everyone mm. still has to like change and grow all the yeah. Muppets have to learn something at every stage that they're at right like Kermit and Miss Piggy are like well-established like celebrities with like great job well she has a great job as we'll discuss um and like you know he's obviously got this big house and as we've discussed is like a proper celebrity but then like you know they still have stuff to learn walter has stuff to learn the show doesn't really like criticize like being childlike or having sort of aspirations for things to be like hopeful and lovely and you know that's a really sweet and trying and yeah yeah and again, and pushing guess, for yeah. things and not being afraid to tell people when stuff is happening. Like, you know, they go find Kermit. They don't just go like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Like- <laughs> oh, there is a great line when they're we're trying to pitch it to Kermit. Like, we need to save the, the Muppet Studios and the Muppets. Um, and he's like, oh, I don't, you know, he basically says like, oh, I don't think we can. And Amy Adams just goes, well, this is going to be a pretty short movie then. <laughs> yeah. Classic, like classic yeah. breaking fourth wall, like breaking, like making the jokes like that, which again is like so irreverent to those original films. Yeah. Where they're like, well, did you not read the script? Right. Uh, like, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Look here. I found you because I'm on the script here. Like, yes, yeah, right that. Maniacal um, laugh. Maniacal, maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so dumb, and I love it. I love that Chris Cooper cannot actually maniacally laugh, so he just has to say maniacal laugh over and over again while it's they so do. It's so good. There's a bit, um, just quietly, for a very random reference, um, in the Terry Pratchett book, Masquerade, There's, um, which is basically a his version of... Um, Phantom of the Opera. Oh, right. This masquerade, and she does a lot of homage, like, again, his own kind of versions of these kind of things. But there's like all these letters from, you know, 
the phantom and they all end with like um ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> and then like multiple exclamation points and they'll be like i mean Love multiple that. exclamation points is definitely a sign of an unstable mind <laughs> and i just makes me think of that as like this is the sign of an unstable mind <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love that. I'm uh, I, as Jazz has just seen. I've just taken down a note there to remember to end our show notes with that. <laughs> yes, <we laughs> now can. you all know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So then they're on the mission. So they convince Kermit yeah. to uh, get the Muppets back together. Um, I really like when he's doing. He does this little song and um, like all the paintings come alive, and you can see that <gasps> Miss Piggy's been like behind yeah. the curtain, like she's been like kind of put behind. Also that portrait of her is delightful oh gorgeous um yeah. and that's not the first I guess you kind of see the um on the gates mm-hmm. like it says M&P and then somehow on the other gates I don't know how many gates are out of this house there's also yeah. just portraits of them um, yeah like on the car- gates. like in iron like yeah, yeah. I think I, <laughs> I tried to say it as a word but like they were kind of like monogram you know like oh yeah sort of like monograms yeah but like, <laughs> yeah. like monograms gates <laughs> yeah yeah you know classic you know, as you know, as one does, yeah. It's regular stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm so sure then, it was a wedding gift. Yeah, no, I think she designed that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but and then yeah, so then they go um, to get themselves places. They're like, let's go. Um, we gotta go on a road trip. Did you not see the first film? I was we'll gonna drive. <laughs> and so then we also do like kind of a nice homage to the first film, mm. in which like obviously in the first film, Kermit is recruiting people. And yeah. so he's going around from place to place trying to, like, put together a team. And this time we're returning to find where everyone's at, which is such a fun, like, way to appreciate. And also to do something that's really successful about the first film, which is that, like, a road trip is really fun. Yeah, it is. You know, especially when you have a growing cast. So, like, every time you get to a new place, you have a new person. And that means by the yeah. end of your road trip, you have a whole gang. Who are also the new people and then reacting to the other bits. And, you know, it's exactly. Really so, it's yeah, it gives on. you, like, and... You know, as I've said many times before, I love a screen full of characters. I just Me love it. too. I yeah. also love a montage. I love I'm a montage. I'm such a fan of a montage. So travel montage. My favorite montage is probably a fashion montage. Ugh. I like workout montages. Love a montage. Learning a new skill. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but these travel ones are very fun. And so I wrote a little of like, where are they now? All right, tell us. Where are they? Where are um, they? <laughs> so fuzzy. I wrote sad <laughs> Reno. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I True. find Fozzy. He's the first recruit, and it's kind of sweet because obviously, like Fozzy and Kermit are best friends. You know, like out yeah. of everyone, other than Miss Piggy, his closest relationship, and probably more consistent relationship, yeah. is with Fozzy. Yeah, and so that was really sweet and really sad because you're like, oh, you've obviously drifted apart so far that you had no idea who was doing this, and yeah, it's very upsetting. He's doing like scene, a actually. crappy bar show with a band that hates him and like called an audience that doesn't appreciate his. Yeah, called the which Moopets. is going to come back to bite us. Don't uh, forget spoilers. about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Muppets. Um, and he gets rained on a lot and in his office, and it's sad. And it's also sweet because Fozzie's the first person that Kermit meets in the first movie. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. again, I think that shows the importance, right? Like he's yeah. going to get someone who is so important to him and, you know, is such a big part of, I guess, his relationship with the Muppets as well. So I yeah. think it's very cute for Kermit. And for, and this is, I think, where it kind of becomes more of a – it's still – Walter is still the lead of this film. Yeah. But I think when this – when Kermit does come into it, it does feel more kind of normal, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, like a classic Muppet. Like it feels like a Muppet installment rather than yeah. like some new um, – 
thing. The Kermit's we're, running the show. Yeah, because we're kind of Walter, right? I mean, like, we're sort of, like, we're the fans hanging out, so excited to see the old gang back together again, but getting to participate a little bit, right? Yeah. And then yeah. he kind of, because he does take a little bit of a step back. Like, he's still there, yeah. but, like, it does feel more Kermit's running the show from here, which yeah. is also accurate. Right. Then we get Gonzo, who's running um, a toilet <laughs> business. Please say what you've written. I wrote flush business. <laughs> Which what it was a called. nice double. It's got it's got a nice double meaning because he does seem to be flush with cash. As he well. certainly is. <laughs> no, but I think it's called something like that. It's called like Gonzo flush something. Yeah, like, I don't remember. And I couldn't remember. And instead of looking it up, I wrote Gonzo flush business, and I have no regrets. <laughs> um, the best part about this is that he instead of just going, "Okay, I'll come with you," he decides to blow everything up in a very classic Gonzo <laughs> style, but in a way that you're like what the actual like you probably could have let this business continue to make you money when seems you fine just like <laughs> delegate and get out of there yeah um but he's got his um hen wife what is her name i feel like i should know oh uh camilla camilla thank yeah. you is that his wife um, yeah they're married why do you not know that they're married i think they're married are or they at least married i assume they're married um maybe i'm just putting more official relationship statuses on them but i feel like they are wow this is news to me. I'm going to need um, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Camilla. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Camilla and actually uh, Swedish chef, for the first time I've ever seen, they have um, subtitles. So the Swedish chef had subtitles and every time the chickens, any of the chickens are speaking, they're also subtitled. And I was like, is this oh. a thing? I've never seen this before, but maybe I just didn't remember. Or um, uh, we're watching these out of order, so who knows? Um, that's also. a fair point. <laughs> Yeah, because of our unique order. It does yeah. raise some questions. Like, I'm trying to think if there's – is he's not subtitled in Muppets now, right? No. Because a big part of it is you don't – you kind of – it's implied. Yeah. Well, you're not really – you don't really need to know what he's saying. It's the same with the chickens. So I don't know why they suddenly did this. It Weird. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. notice. Yeah. It was something that I was like, that's odd. Yeah. Um, okay, so then they get Animal. I love Animal so much. <laughs> Whose second favorite that? character is Animal? <laughs> it's Animal. And I love Animal. And Animal's uh, storyline in this is very funny, I thought. Um, so Animal's an anger management uh, <laughs> class, workshop, retreat, home. Thing. That's hard to say. <laughs> um, it seems like he's in, like, anger management rehab. Yeah. Um, for performers and just people yeah i think it's for performers because jack black is there as mm -hmm. jack black mm -hmm. um which i loved <laughs> i was like this is perfect fantastic um so that was really exciting <laughs> um and they go to get him and then turns out one of his trigger words animals trigger words is drums and that's when he goes you know crazy like Animal. you know he's like <laughs> classic move oh he's the best um and then it becomes a big fist fight because that happens at anger management classes right well yeah if you trigger one person then they start a fight and then it turns into a whole thing yeah i believe whole... jack black says it's my trigger word too Tuesday's another one of my trigger words. Yeah, he yeah. gets into a lot of his trigger words, it's, and it's yeah. very good. And <laughs> also, good uh, watch that space. Turns out Jack Black is going to be a feature in this film. It turns um, out. Which, again, no complaints from me. Yeah. I love Jack Black. <laughs> Big fan. He's the best. Um, so like <laughs> a beloved fat. An absolutely He really is. Yeah, fat. speaking of, it feels yeah. very appropriate on this um, podcast to be like, yeah, one of our fave. Yeah. One of our fave fats. Definitely. And like very like unashamedly and like stuff. Like recently yeah. he's been on TikTok just like wearing just like a Speedo <laughs> and like doing like the WAP dance in like a fountain. Bless him. And I, it makes me so happy. <laughs> you know, he like, he does a YouTube channel where he like plays, like he, well, he uploads stuff to YouTube, but I think it's a Twitch stream that he does where he mm. plays 
games he's never played before and is bad at them. Um, yeah. And he does it because his sons play those games and he, he wanted to, to like, learn. yeah, he wanted to like hang out with them. So he started like playing them. Which is the best. So sweet. Yeah. I love Jack Black. Anyway, so uh, it's fine. We're going to see more of him, dear listeners. Mm. And then Electric Mayhem, this is a quick one, but it looks like they're underground busking at like New York, Yeah, I would say. Looks yeah. New York-y. Um, yeah, it's hard Sco- to tell, but. Yeah, looks like that kind of vibe. Scooter, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> so good. Was it Google? And <laughs> you're like. Of course he is. What? <laughs> so Scooter's working at Google's. I feel like he's taken the biggest hit other than maybe Miss Piggy. But um, yeah. Yeah, for doing this. And that was really funny. And then they were, they're all in the car and they're all like. <laughs> And Kermit's like, cool, well, that's everyone. Um, yeah. And you're like, it's definitely not. Um, there's like a real key character. And I love this because they're all like, uh, I think you find like one of the most important characters. I'm like, she is. You're right. Yeah. And they're all, all of them are like, um, actually, I don't know how you could possibly forget the most important person. Yeah. And there's a lot of discussion about how to get to France. Yes. Um, we decide to drive. drive. Yeah. Um, and how it's do we do so? Far. <laughs> well, it's too far to drive, so they decide to travel by map. By map! <laughs> which is an option in the car. And uh, in our opening titles. Hi, huh, guys. Huh? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Remember, remember, um, that? remember that joke? This is called the that, callback. Remember, remember that from before? That's what I did that for. Um, so they get to Paris. Well, they get to, I assume, Calais or somewhere on the coast of France. Yeah. It's, it's from the beach, and that's not a beach in France, right? Right, because they come up out of the like. There's not a beach in Paris. I mean, from where I understand where Paris is located, there is not not on a no beach unless they're coming out of the river, which they do not appear to be. It looks like a beach beach. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So they come out, drive out. They're all wet somehow, but fine. It's very good. Um. (laughs) And they drive to Paris, and then this is the best. This is when it's about thirty minutes in. Which, to be fair, it's pretty standard for Miss Piggy in in all these films. It's true. How long it takes to get to the best? She has to make a, a a. End of the first act, arrival, or start of she the second act. always does. And I think yeah. that is, I mean, I think maybe it's a trend. But I also, I did like that there was obviously so many references to her before that. So in his yeah. house especially. Yeah. Um, it's not like she was a silent, like, No, you know, like you said, the painting around. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That painting is so good. Oh, it's so um, good. They arrive. <laughs> Who's her assistant? It was so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so Devil Wears Prada. It it's, must be what they were doing, right? It has to be what they're doing. So it's Emily Blunt as the so assistant. And she's got the, like... They have the exact same haircut, which I think is really funny. Um, And she, like, just completely ignores them. And she's type, type, typing away. And she's doing, like, such a hammed up version of her character in Devil Wears Prada. I love Um, it. And she won't let them in. So they have to return. And I know we've talked about this on pod before. But they have to return as Muppet Man. (laughs) Muppet Man. (laughs) Which is a bunch of Muppets in a trench coat with Fozzie as the head. (laughs) Yeah, it's classic. And Ralph is there. Somehow we got Ralph. Oh, yeah, Ralph says he wasn't in the montage, and they go, oh, why? And they look, and they go, oh, it's because it wasn't very interesting. And he was just in a hammock. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And it's very good. And But they make you go back to it. It's very funny. Because obviously then there's a bunch of people, like I didn't mention a bunch of people. Because also because the montage starts getting really fast, and yeah. like everyone kind of comes in really quickly. There's um one bit, though, is that, oh, I'm not going to do this well because I never remember his name. You know the big one, the big guy who's running after the car? You remember his name? Oh. <sighs> I always forget his name as well. Me too. But they did the same thing where he's running after the car again, like in the original Muppets film. Right. Yes. Um, so That's things right. like that that they did. What is his but yeah, name? So then we get to Paris and then, yeah, so she's like, no, obviously not. Muppet Man comes in. But she also says, she does say what her, Miss Piggy's job is, which is the head of um, plus size folk. Yeah, that's right. Which is a she's nice little plus size... editor, plus size 
Yeah, plus yeah. size editor at Vogue Paris. <sighs> Which is like, like, what a time. Yeah, where's that in real life? Yeah, I don't think that exists at all, probably. <laughs> no, I it does not. I don't think Vogue would acknowledge. But they do again, a little here the and there, but not like this. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the point. That's why we talk about, I mean, her being such a fat icon. Like, literally, she's mm. been representing plus size. And to be fair, probably, as Robbie said, probably not plus plus size, you know, plus size fashion, <laughs> you know, so yeah, right. max 16, right? Like, um, yeah. If that. Yeah. Um, Maybe 18 if we're, if we're really stretching it. They get into Miss Figgy's office with um, Muppet Man. Every time I say it, it sounds man. like Muffin Man. Like, do, <laughs> do you, you know, know the Muppet the Man? Muffin. <laughs> the Muppet Man who lives on Trina Lane. Oh, yes. Well, buttons. She's married to the Muppet Man. <laughs> the Muppet Man. The Muppet Man. <laughs> yeah, I think it should be a uh, science track podcast. Yeah. Be really fun. Um, <laughs> some fun Miss Piggy characters in that. and Shrek. Yeah, I could see it. Miss yeah. Piggy and Fiona, I'll ship that. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be fun. I'd yeah. be into that. Or like a buddy um, comedy with them. Ooh, mm. yeah. I'd totally be into that. But yeah, so they, um, th- that's where I wrote it. <laughs> I wrote it. Um, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I was write that down. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so then they get in there. Um, you get the first look of Miss Piggy. She's eating three lovely looking donuts. <laughs> um, she's got her Paris, very Paris Vogue look. Mm-hmm. She does. Also, you she's... see some other dresses in the room, which also look very Vogue yeah, and she like very like black and white, very mm-hmm. 2011, like a sort of like pencil skirt with a um like, like a, a kind of, of button top and a yeah, mm-hmm. like a, a button top and a like flower pin, I believe. That's also like a white kind of like yeah, like abstract flower thing in the collared shirt and That's yeah. Very that. It, it reminded me of the kind time. of stuff I wore in 2011. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I wore in 2011. <laughs> I literally I don't even know where I was. <laughs> who I was. It seems like such a weird year. I mean, um, ten years ago, your early twenties is a mess, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have no memory. Yeah, could not, could not tell you. Um, but she's got this like uh, straight blonde bob, mm-hmm. um, which is a different look than we've seen on her. Really, hair wise, her hair still yeah. has a lot of different changes in this film. But that was a, like a really. This is kind of her French look though, because she only really has this in France. Yeah, um, which I enjoy in that France. kind of shifts. <laughs> Did I say it weird? In France. <laughs> in France. What's wrong with the way I said France? Nothing. Nothing. Hey. I mean, Wait, it's definitely better than it? France. <laughs> it's definitely better than France. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I no. couldn't say it like that. That would be silly. In France. <laughs> in France. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm very oh, self-conscious right. about this now. Um, no, please don't be. <laughs> Um, uh, me accent. Um, <laughs> so full. Um, well, we watched this is completely at my first aid training. We watched a video, but it was from Bondi Beach, and it was like this Bondi rescue mm-hmm. video. And I was like, Oh, why is everyone so painfully Australian? They're like, Hobbo, call the Ambo. So we've got a situation down there, for sure. Hobbo's like, Oh, mates, how long the ambos? And like, just the word ambo. Ambo. <laughs> That's so, it's like the most Australian. And I wouldn't have ever thought about it. Like, for me, it sounds so normal. Does it? Yeah. Hearing I was ask people that, say like, it. Yeah. And they're like, they're all like true blue Aussie <laughs> blokes saving these people on the beach. Byron Bay and you're like oh, I hate this um so <laughs> it's amazing like how you hear your accent when you leave the place you live 
it's the worst. Like, yeah, it is terrible, isn't it? I really struggle with it, actually. Um, I mean, I love your accent. There you go. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. The way I say France. Okay, it um, was literally just the first time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, do you have any more about that? So that encounter, I have a little bit in flirting, um, which goes right. into the beginning, that kind of, that spark for them. Yeah. But do you have anything else? For, oh, also, and that <laughs> she said, I can't believe I fell for, fell for Muppet, Muppet Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's such an aside, like, I can't believe I fell for Muppet Man. Like, I thought she'd say again, but she didn't. <laughs> she didn't, but it tells, the again is implied, isn't it? Like Because she knows who Muppet Man is. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> but I assume like, it's because she's seen them do it to maybe other people. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's clearly an established like, yeah, character rude. for them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, bless her. She's like... Like, she pretty much is just like, well, we'll talk about this in flirting. Yeah. Cause I, I can, we can jump to flirting though. Let's do flirting. Yeah. yeah. So flirting. Yeah. Yeah. So Piggy's like, well, I don't know. Like, she's like, yeah, maybe, but like, I mean, I have this brilliant job at Vogue Paris. So yeah, I'm the plus size editor. Yeah. Let me tell you, like this doesn't happen in real life or ever. So right. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm going to just like drop this for like a show, but Kermit, He's like, he just kind of pops out from the rest of the Muppet men. And um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, please. And she's like, <gasps> and they do the thing with the music and the slow motion and the they things do. with their eyes. And it's like, again, very original how they always are with each other. Very romantic, but, um, but it's so it? lovely. And then, but yeah, but she's been burned for, before and she's held this picture of like him at the wedding and da da da. And it's just very emotional. She has like her little split picture because that she looks at of him that's just yeah. like a torn picture where she's not it's in there. very it's just sad him. i know so she turns him down yeah um but does agree to see him later that day yeah and right, they're gonna so go they're... on a little they're gonna go for a little pair or a little french dinner yeah a little tete-a-tete uh, you know? yeah yeah um and they i don't know i don't it's so hard i don't know why i make myself put these things in categories because now i want to talk about what they were wearing but that's in fashion oh, i God know damn it. well we why could just I put myself <laughs> into this jump box, around you know Abby, and i don't know why i'm like this no it's fine i'm gonna leave fashion till we talk about it all right all right um <laughs> but fair it's a, it's a very good look <laughs> um no it's not it's not yet not until we talk about it fashion. Um, loud so then kermit is uh real nasty in this and i had a huge problem with it so <laughs> he's not great i'll be honest right so they're yeah. walking around he's trying to con- like the whole point of it is he's trying to convince her to come back right but i think actually he's not because there's too much drama for him and piggy yeah and i think as much like he didn't even mention her when they were doing the whole yeah. run around america part i think he thinks he can do the show without it which he obviously cannot yeah he definitely um, thinks he can and he thinks it'd be easier for everyone and by everyone he means, he means him. himself yeah. and yeah obviously <laughs> and less piggy drama and mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. what he doesn't seem to remember every time is piggy drama comes with piggy star power and also yeah. the muppets isn't anybody without miss piggy which actually even in reality is the case so the, sense yeah. the muppet show didn't become what it is until miss piggy became a proper character right you know like right like she's actually so integral <laughs> She in she really level. is. Yeah, like in such a big way, like their relationship, but especially her specifically, are very foundational to the Muppets existing. Yeah. So if only he remembered that before he said real nasty things. Like, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so she's talking about the fact that he's, she never, she's upset because she's saying that Kermit never really intended to actually marry her. Yeah. Right? Um, which actually apparently is a reference to Muppets Take Manhattan. 
So right. however, you know, we're ordering, which we can't know yet. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> why we've chosen to do weird things. Anyway, so I'm she says she's choice. talking about that. It's fine. We're yeah. living with it. Um, <laughs> Um, but Kermit, yeah. So then Kermit says, why do you always have to be so overdramatic about things? It leaves me no choice but to do things that hurt you. <laughs> How did that land for you? Abby? Okay. So I think we're actually going to differ slightly on our feelings about this, but in a good way, in a productive mm-hmm. way, because like <laughs> it is a dicky thing to say. Nobody's disagreeing there. At the same time, some of the stuff that she says, it is a little bit like, well, yeah, you're setting yourself up by like, it made me think about in the Muppet movie. Mm. Yeah. In the Muppet movie where she just keeps like speaking for him mm-hmm. at, and the fact that they're like, we're in a relationship and we're going to do all these things. And like, it did make me think about how it's like, yeah, like you can manifest all you want, but also like sometimes you play the fantasy out too far and there's nothing I can do about that. I don't ha- if I don't have a say. So I did, yeah. I was like, okay, that's a little fair. But also most of me was like, you asshole, fuck you. <laughs> Literally. I mean, I just got so mad. Yeah. Um, I wrote here, what the actual fuck? Um, because <laughs> I don't understand how, like, it's such a blatant, like, level of, like, oh, uh, the reason I treat you bad is because That's you true. do this. Um, and that <laughs> yeah. justifies me treating you bad. That's and true. even the way she responds, she goes, That's who I am. And I mean, he should basically say, Yeah, that's who I am too, a dickhead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I that's just. True. Um, and I don't care, guy. I'll fight you. On this one, I do hate Kermit because I thought he was real rude. And actually, even later on, when they figure things out, I'm still mad. <laughs> and maybe that's a me issue of, like, no forgiveness. What did you do? You always burn out, babe, and she keeps going back to you because she's in love with you. But you uh, but abuse why? that to the nth degree. That's true. And he I'm, actually oh. does. He really does. And also, you're not wrong. Like, there is a lot of that, like, it leaves me no choice but to do things that hurt you is, like, a little bit too close to, like, you make me do this. Like, and I think like, it is also a bit like, okay, Kermit, but like, you never are honest about what you want or don't want. Like you are always wanting Miss Piggy to like, make all the decisions. And then when she makes decisions that you don't want, you don't say that you don't want them. You don't set any boundaries. You just just get mad about it. You just get mad about her. Yeah. Right. You just avoid her. And now you've been avoiding her for years, for years. Years and years and years. Yeah. Because, yeah, she he, he apparently lives in this house that she built them to, like, raise tadpoles in and all this stuff. <laughs> so, so when she said like, that, I thought, like, how does that work? <laughs> it was very cute and I enjoyed it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, would they be, like, tadpoles with snouts or <laughs> would it be, like, half oh. pigs and half frogs, you know? But maybe they're just someone else's tadpoles. Maybe they're adopting. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's how um, that works. But if Walter yes. and Jason Siegel can be biologically related. We don't know they're biologically related. No, we don't. <laughs> That's true. That was not You're right. <laughs> so in rest and flirting, because mm-hmm. I'm jumping ahead um, a smidge. So yeah. she comes back to save the show um, as she is wont to do. Yeah. Um, because I she doesn't go always. with them. They all go home, travel by map. They're all a bit well, sad. Because and she doesn't go with them because she says to him, like, she's, I love this bit as well. She says, you keep saying, we need you. We want your help. She's like, yeah. but all I need to hear is, is I want you. And, yeah, and I, I need, need you, you, Miss Piggy. And he can't say that. Which... No, because he can't get over his stupid pride or his stupid, because he obviously, the thing that gets me with Kermit. <laughs> <I'm so annoyed. laughs> One more. <laughs> uh, the thing that gets me with Kermit is that he obviously cares for her and loves her they just obviously love in different ways right right that's the main issue with their relationship yeah is that they love in different ways love languages 
Yeah, and they have different expectations on their relationship. Yeah. And those things often don't mesh and yeah. they struggle with that. But he does love her, right? Yeah. Right. Mostly. Mostly. Um, he just wishes sl- she was different. caveat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So does he really love her, who, right. who she actually is? No. Um, <laughs> I'm so mad all the but time. But also, yes. <laughs> but also, but my point is he does have feelings for her and he does care about her, but he can't get out of his own way to do what he actually uh-huh. needs to do because that's too scary for him. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's so funny because you remember when we talked talk about Jim Henson writing his, is kind of this, like, he was kind of that subculture of guy, but like now these are all the guys. Every guy is Kerman now, yeah, right? Like right, it's not, this right. is not a subculture of a man. Like this is like the norm. The, yeah, the classic guy. This is no longer, a, like nothing is subverted. The only thing that, that would make all. Kermit more a classic man is if he sat down and talked to another girl Muppet and told her all his problems and then never spoke to her again. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Or tell him how much of an ally he is. Yeah, right. That would be. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Maybe classic. he could put that in his bio. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually a feminist. I'm not sure if you know. <laughs> um, oh. Hashtag <laughs> he for she. So, just makes me so mad. Um, but yeah, so then she comes in, saves the day, um, mm-hmm. and takes her rightful place. And it obviously moves him. And then there's all these little bits that are really quite nice with like them and like, are they going to do a duet? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she's practicing her lift with Pepe instead, which is very good. <laughs> so funny. Um, to time of your life. And I'm like, yes, definitely yep. do the dirty dancing lift. I, <laughs> wait. I wish we'd seen more of that. I do too. Although it is pretty great when she launches her body onto screen and just flattens Pepe. <laughs> I mean, Pepe is a little shrimp He's guy, a shrimp. right? He's literally, <laughs> literally a shrimp. Literally a shrimp. <laughs> Yes, but then so Amy Adams and Jason Siegel's love uh, reminds Kermit of what really matters. Yeah, our Miss Piggy. <laughs> um, and then apparently he's got the other half of that wedding yeah, photo. And he carries it around too. And then he does say it. He says, "I miss you, and I need you. Mm. Maybe you don't need the whole world to love you. Maybe you just need one person." And then they sing "Rainbow Connection." Which is stunning. We'll oh talk my about God. favorite songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we are not allowed to speak about that yet because we have other categories to get to. Yeah, but, but he does. He does. He asks her to stay. Yeah. Um, in the states for her, and she says yes because uh, she is so in love. And this is where I was like, I nearly wrote a real sassy comment of like, mm, well, I mean, see how that burn goes. you again, and then yeah, you right. Vogue will still be waiting. Um, yeah. but- <laughs> just wait till the next installment in the series. Yeah, it's gonna and get your worse show. before it gets better. Yeah, um, but but anyway, and I just had this feeling of that. But it was it was really lovely, and it was really nice the way they did it. Of the sense of like him and uh, that being their arc in this yeah. film, because actually, I don't know maybe this guy. I feel that this film is actually quite Miss Piggy light. Um, right. I enjoy this film. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. But I think it's Miss Piggy Light. And actually, I'm going to circle back to fashion for a second. Yeah. Because I also am going to say she did not have one hugely standout outfit in this. Like, she had some really good outfits. Yeah. But, like, in some of the other films, she's had, like, standout pieces. Yeah, that's true. And she I didn't, didn't feel have, like, anything a... stood out crazy in this film at all. And that's because it's not a Miss Piggy focus film. And mm. I think that's their mistake. <laughs> well, and it makes sense that Jason Segel would be, like, wouldn't write as big of a Miss Piggy role. If you ask me. But she's, yeah, it's quite small. And yeah. It, yeah, I guess that wasn't her. And that's because probably she didn't have the same kind of effect on his life that maybe yeah. Kermit did or whatever. Right, right. Um, 
I'm not mad mad I'm just it's just the reflection I'm just, dis- of, I'm the just disappointed I am I'm just disappointed I'm not yeah. angry Jason Siegel I'm just disappointed uh, I think he made some poor choices but but yeah she just doesn't have any stand-up clothes but well, let's talk fashion for a sec if you have yeah. to finish your flirting there yeah I think so I mean I th- my only other thought about flirting was that like Amy Adams and Jason Siegel are pretty oh, yeah. solid throughout um it's She's, so funny. I'm mostly just like mean flirting for Miss Boogie, but you're right. There are other people in this. Yeah, <laughs> hardly though, hardly. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't have too much to say about that because, like, really, like the point of their relationship is just to like. It's not. They're never really in jeopardy. They're always going to be okay. No. Like even when they sort of fight and he has to go chase after her, like everything's fine. You know. Yeah, but that's the, not like, her problem. Yeah. Um, but the one moment I really like is when he gives her the crushed flowers from his jacket. Yeah. And uh, he like, yeah, cause he's just done a song and so they're all smushed in his pocket. And so then later as a callback to that, he gives her daffodils again, but they're not crushed. And he's like, see, I also see? Love in, in that, because he does again, that Muppets thing where he goes, oh, sorry, I was in a sing and dance number and he's got crushed. Like he just <laughs> yeah. says it. He yeah. He just a, says that's what was, was happening. dancing on the street. Yeah. yeah which I also and after enjoy. when they leave a uh, small town, um, as we pivot back to fashion when they're leaving small town there's a really great moment where like all the extras in the dance scene just collapse like they're gone yeah, finally they're gone. <laughs> we can relax that yeah. is very good also yeah. um i love musicals me too um, just a sidebar Big i'm so time. glad all these films are also musicals yeah so fashion i broadly but obviously it's mostly miss biggie but um i really liked the kermit t-shirt that walter wears on the tour it's just very yes, cute it's really and cute. i really like it and i kind of want one but obviously with miss biggie instead of kermit on it right right um them together maybe but like just like the vibe the, of it was probably really on cute. etsy yeah yeah red bubble or something yeah we could probably make that happen. We could probably, do um, it. but I just yeah. saw it and I was like, mm, I like that. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and just very cute of like that touristy thing of like wearing the shirt to the thing. Yeah, yeah. And Walter's other, the other Walter outfit I love that just like broke my heart is on Halloween after he first discovers the Muppet. He's dressed <gasps> oh, as Kermit, yeah. and he's got like the little hood with the eyes and like the very collar tied around him, and the kids make fun of him. But the kids aren't yeah. that much more special. They're just like Satan and something else. Um, yeah, they just don't think because even in their childhood, it seems like Muppets are still old news. Yeah. I assume that they learned about the Muppets from their parents, like in the same way <clears throat> yeah. that like my dad showed me Astro Boy, you know? Yeah. Like, which is like nowhere <laughs> yeah. near my, uh, I was born in the 90s. I shouldn't know what Astro <laughs> yeah, Boy is. Yeah, you shouldn't is, have nostalgia but for I do. it. Yeah. Thunderbirds are good. Oh, right. <laughs> right. That. <laughs> I was thinking of their little strings. Right. Um, so like Thunderbirds and like that and like. Uh, Kimba the White Lion oh, shows sure. that I shouldn't, I didn't, I wouldn't have grown up with in my era yeah. that I grew up with because they were strong kind of, to me. Yeah, yeah, which is like also my experience with the Muppets and like, yeah, you know, also with a bunch of weird VHS tapes, things like Terrific Trips, which in which a group of children just go to a bunch of different places in the world and learn stuff. That sounds fun. It was pretty good, yeah. <laughs> they get in a hot um, air balloon, so. But I do think it's that, so that's why I think those kids make fun of him because it's yeah. not even like their generation, right. it's like their parents' generation of fans. Like, yeah, what so it's just like lame. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was also very good. So then my good. next fashion is what I mentioned before in France. I'm like that now. <laughs> in France. Um, 
in Paris, if you will. Um, <laughs> in gay Paris. <laughs> um, they're doing this walk, this little tete-a-tete where um, Kermit said all those horrible things. Uh-huh. But luckily, they both look great. Oh, um, my God. So... <laughs> so they look so good. Tell us about Miss Piggy first. She's wearing this little beret. <laughs> um, her hair is still obviously perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have pictures of it in here? Um, but it's it's just, like, so nice. and But it's, like, very chic and very mm-hmm. um you kind of what you expect but in this like i don't know it, look, it's just so french yeah like, <laughs> and i really enjoyed it like the just the vibe of it. i'm gonna see if i can find it so i can make sure i reference all the things but i really like the like the beret like of the mm-hmm. whole vibe but she to be fair she still wears a little bit when she comes back um just to remind everybody that um she went to france yeah and yeah because they still need to know she's a fashion icon she also yeah, mostly sure wears black know. and white in this movie which makes sense yeah it's very vogue in that sense. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, yeah, she's wearing this like jacket that has like this red lining. Um, so oh. it's black on the outside, but it says this beautiful, like bright red lining. So that's kind of like the big, mm. and it's a big collar. So that's stunning. Um, but again, because of her beret, I don't, I don't know why I find this so funny. It means just one of her ears is yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, and it's I, really cute. I find it so funny and adorable, and I don't know why, but I just it really gets me. Because <laughs> her ears so are so cute. cute as it is. So just seeing one of them is really it just, silly. Oh, and it just her. really indicates it. Yeah. So and then yeah. Kermit's wearing this like black, whole black thing, but like a turtleneck. Oh and my this god. Thing. It's the most dressed up I've seen, like in I, a very different way than you've seen Kermit dressed. Yeah, you don't normally see him in like a turtleneck and a sport coat, which is what he's wearing no. here, and a chain, if I recall, like a small chain. Um, I can't find the actual image of it. I've got it. Yeah. Um, um, does he have like a a thing around his neck as so. well? No, no, it's his, it's his turtleneck. Oh, right. Okay, so it's just that. But Kermit in a turtleneck is so funny, and I don't know why. It's so funny. No, it is just because like, he doesn't. It like cuts out his whole shape of his body. And yeah, it's very so it odd. makes his head a weird size, and like, yeah, his head looks tiny. Yeah. Speaking um, of tiny heads, <laughs> that happens <laughs> later as well. That is, oh, I feel about that. That's very funny. Uh-huh. Um, and she also, it looks like she also has this. Uh, you must have like some sort of colorful dress underneath it, but you can't actually ever see yeah. the dress properly. Yeah. And then like strings on strings of pearls, like classic. Yeah right um gorgeous but for me it's the beret that really makes me laugh and then also <laughs> but there's the striking redness but also that they were both dressed up in this paris walk like he looks yeah dressed up for this Paris. i just thought it was hilarious yeah um and for like me, and where did you get corner. the clothes did she dress him <laughs> like, i hope so I hope so um, <laughs> and then I jump to the cat burglary outfits when they're kidnapping Jack Black. So they have to get the right. celebrity um, to host the show and they run out of time. And then again, this is one of those moments where Miss Piggy comes to save the day, right? So Kermit's given up. Kermit's like, we can't get a celebrity. No one will do it. Everything's <laughs> ruined. I'm going to go cry, cry, cry. And Miss Piggy's like, okay, buddy. And then turns around to the rest of the Muppets and is like, all right mission let's go yeah we're gonna get a celebrity by any means necessary um everyone put on their fun outfits that we prepared earlier and <laughs> go kidnap jack black and they're in the car and they do the thing where like the pictures come up of their like miss piggy with like a like a kind of ninjury kind of film yeah. that has the little thing across like a little it. japanese character underneath oh, it it's so oh, it's funny. hilarious yeah like a little um, kung fu thing and everyone's wearing these like masks and stuff because they're wearing these like fun cat burglary outfits. But then she goes, um, except for me, nothing covers this beautiful yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh. laughs> well, I just don't understand how she's so perfect all the time. Like, I know. You'd think at this stage of our like process, we would have found a moment where she was less perfect, but um, it has it has yet to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one Goodness. day. 
It I'm really not got me. Expecting yeah. It. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So then there's a great picture of her doing that too. There's a few different I took and there's a few pictures I want to put up with with these because I really found them great. <laughs> it's such a good outfit. I so good. um it, I love it so much. And then yeah, so they kidnap Jack Black and he has this really funny thing because he's like covered in like CGI balls in his yeah. trailer. And it's so funny <laughs> and so dumb. It's um, so funny. And he like and calls out Jack like, Black. hang on a minute, I'm just putting my balls on. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> and then you look and he's covered in, yeah just those cgi suits with all those balls anyway it's very silly. yeah it's very silly. um and they tie him and all so up like, like properly like hog tie him <laughs> yeah oh hog, yeah, hog tie yeah you make i i make pig puns all the time now inadvertently and it's actually becoming a problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like i can't always notice this right yeah <laughs> yeah is this just my life now <laughs> um so then okay yeah well let's yeah. So then her final look really Oh no, so one other look that I did like um yeah. is when she comes to saves the day. So again, she has a lot of coat work in this. Yeah, um, she does. Again, she? that's a nice coat and her and she's wearing a big hat, not quite like still kind of brave but not quite. Yeah. Um and that is a nice coat. It looks very fancy. But again, I just don't think we've had some really star outfits in the past and I don't think this film has any star outfits for her. Yeah. Um, well, it's nothing like that brand new. I guess like, like you said, like the karate look is, is pretty fun. Like the cat. That's one of my favorite. And I think like her finale outfit's not bad, but I kind of thought, I mean, I guess she was expecting to do a dirty dancing song, but it would have been cool to see her in a rainbow connection dress. You know? Yeah, but she's also wearing a different dress when she wear, does the dirty dancing bit, but that's quite a basic white thing that I didn't even mention because it was like quite basic. it's not anything. Yeah. It's nothing. And then, so like, my point is, like, obviously in, in and she, maybe they got feedback, so they fixed it in Most Wanted. Because Most Wanted, Cause most wanted she has a lot of looks. That's And true. like, she has that that wedding dress, which obviously is next yeah. level, but even she has that jacket, like that tweed jacket. She just looks amazing in it's all true. of Most Wanted. And then what we've just watched before with um, Great Muppet Caper, yeah. she has that amazing pink number. It's like that, all, right. the, all the feathers, all the things. She has all the classic, like that, um, her pool outfit, yeah. her swimsuit. Like, she that's has like true. really like standout outfits in both those films and so that's why i think this one just fell a little short yeah, to me because yeah. i just don't know who was dressing her well know? it's like her <laughs> thing I, yeah because that's like her thing so it does seem like you know yeah. i get that she would be in like a more muted fashion vibe when she's at Vogue, but it would be fun to see her in some great and they're stuff. still fun it's not like yeah, they're yeah. not but it's just nothing's big and yeah so then the big dress she has for the actual show uh-huh. is what i think again i do think maybe this is a choice i just mm. disagree with it um is that it's more mm-hmm. of a homage outfit because it's like a classic like that lilac color yeah um dress uh she's got white gloves i thought they'd be silver but they're white i like um, i do like the boa or not is it a boa, boa or is it just sleeves it's a boa right no it's a white boa yeah yeah so again it's going back to that kind of classic miss piggy look yeah but Which you can't be i don't be mad about it's yeah. not i mean there's it's not it's not bad it just doesn't have a punch it's just not elevated in the way that we've come to expect yeah is what i would that's, say i think that's a nice um, way to put it yeah yeah um, also, um, every yes. high-powered businesswoman in this, um, before I jump to my one other fashion thought, I have one yeah. other fashion shot I forgot to put on here, which is every high-powered woman in this film has the same haircut. They all have a yes. tailored bob. Rashida Jones has it. Bob. Emily Blunt has it. And Miss Piggy has it. They all have the same True. haircut. Weird I guess choice. It was the time. I guess. It was and the actually, time. actually, yeah. if uh-huh. I find a picture of 2011... You also I'm have sure that haircut. Actually, I'm honest with you. Do you know what I, I I'll think see if I, I can, I'll see if I can find it. that. There's a picture of me with a real straight bob of that kind of length. That's hilarious. Yeah. Maybe it was the time. <laughs> I guess it was the fashion because I also, at the end of my 
freshman year, I got my hair cut. Yeah, that's so good. Shabbat What's your last fashion point? Um, my very final fashion point is just, I think it, we can't undersell how cute everything Amy Adams wears is. No, she's, she's adorable. So cute. She's doing classic retro A-line vibes, like just yeah, adorable outfits. And one of my favorite ones is um, sort of in the like, I think it's like midway through or maybe when they're going to LA, she's wearing this like blue dress that has a swirly cap sleeve. So it's got like a cap sleeve and then it has a cap mm. sleeve over it, like a little puff. Oh, and I it is like way, way, way cute. Um, I really, I really like her, nice patterns. some of her like yellow ones, mainly because I have a yellow thing. You do. Um, but she, she wore some that, really like, nice. That yellow button down with the, or the yellow skirt with the like pink button the, down. Yeah. I yeah. really like that. She's just also like, it's kind of my style. Too. I That's was I actually player. was gonna say this is like everything she wears is something that you would wear. <laughs> like actually, you're right, and especially yeah. the colorful stuff or the bright stuff. Uh huh. Or um, the really cute skirts and the like. Oh yeah, this dress is like stripy blue and yellow on the white with that big. Uh, yellow belt oh that's yeah, great I yeah. would definitely wear that I mean yeah do you think I can get the fashion just for this but um can I get plus size Vogue to make it more appropriate for uh, yeah me? maybe we should write to them like hey remember that film you made <laughs> in 2011 <laughs> could you just uh, could you, plus you size those for outfits for me please because she also she has that little heart shirt like she's got oh, so I many like cutesy that. things yeah you know she's real cute and i do i do enjoy it and like the little jackets and little things yeah that retro um, style really works for the film as well because jason siegel's also dressed pretty classically like he's not yeah. nothing too much to comment on there's not lots to timestamp this film which i think no is which is nice it that way yeah i think that's a good idea because it sort of unsticks it from yeah the you know i mean like a, what a lot of the muppet films sort of like kind of yeah. are and are not now you know um, but yeah, so that was that was my other fashion note. Favorite song. Favorite song. They're um me party. I'm having <laughs> a me party. A party a for party me. Party just for one. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a me party. Uh, I'm the only one on the guest list or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's we actually very fun. Both made it rhyme. Um, <laughs> such a cute song. Sarah Silverman's there. That's yes, nice. I forgot yeah. about that. That's true. And uh, Amy Adams does that little Charlie Chaplin trick with the bread and the forks doing the little feet. oh i did like that that was cute and then yeah. but then i was like watching that i'm like oh this is okay i think i remember liking this and then miss piggy comes in i'm like no this is perfect and yeah. i love it um <laughs> yeah. never mind i've changed my mind <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so i really like that but i also oh. wrote here and i guess it reflects my life <laughs> um, so <laughs> i'm having a me party <laughs> a party just for one uh, and my cat <laughs> jazz story so that song resonated in a real personal way um particularly so, post-pandemic <laughs> like, yeah it's a weird vibe yeah <laughs> um, but that's fine so you enjoyed that though too right um no it's i tough. really i'm gonna say that i actually i understand that i am married but i still felt it very much as a person who does yeah. also like like to go places by myself i was like you know but there is a twinge in that of just like i wish someone would join me 
I don't actually want to be here alone for Amy, but for Miss yeah. Piggy, it's a little bit less. For Miss like, Piggy, it's more like I'm a strong, independent woman. Yeah. Um, watch me Vogue, Vogue, yeah. Vogue, Paris. Whereas, Bustler, like, you know? whereas Amy uh. Adams ends it with, she's holding that thesaurus to read different words for alone, oh, yeah. which is so funny. Independently. Uh, <laughs> Individually. Singularly. Solo. Yeah. <laughs> singularly. Solo. Singularly. It's very funny. It's a good bit. Um, <laughs> oh, I really like, so when they're doing the big show, Oh, mm-hmm. I really liked also, and it's such a silly thing, but I really, and this is the bigger thing about being a big homage, right? Like, is that they do the Muppets show intro. Yeah, they do do the the proper Muppet show. The like, proper one. And he it's pops really nice. out the O and the, yeah. It's really nice. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, But they have Jack Black there and they put him into this <laughs> thing and they do a barbershop quartet to Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> so and funny. it's perfect. Yeah, and, and Jack Black is really just shouting happy. at them like, "You're ruining a good sound." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, oh, and I, good. I really loved it. I thought yeah. it was hilarious and perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and there's kind of two songs like that. So the other one that they did was the Princess of Poultry. That's right. Um, and I wrote clucking, forget, forget you. you. Go, go, go. It's very good. It's very good. Um, and so <laughs> I just like really that. liked that of like all the um all the chickens doing that. And again, that just feels really, it reminds me of like that sheep bit in the Mark Hamill episode. Do you remember where the sheeps are all singing the sheep? Yes. Yeah, that's right. It's but very like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just very silly. Yeah. And it like, feels like so classic. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I really loved the Rainbow Connection. Um, obviously, this, again, is that classic. But turns yeah. out everything's better if you add Miss Piggy to it. I'm not sure if everyone knows. Um. I everyone needs to know. Um, anytime Miss Piggy's there, it is now a wonderful song. But actually, like she doesn't have a lot of songs in this. Movie. No, again, she is not well. Like they don't did not write her much to do in this film. I mean, I guess she gets me. She gets the other half of me party. So there, that's good. Um, it's a me party, and that's a fun song. It sticks in your head a little fun. bit, but um, it's not Only as fun as like. Part. Cockatoo and Melbourne. Yeah. Um, Cockatoo and Melbourne. I make dreams. Anyway, but. Um, Speaking <laughs> of. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, Rainbow Connection I thought was sweet. Also, like, I. Watching it this time, I kind of expected to be annoyed at Rainbow Connection. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, I really like the song, but I, I wasn't sure if it was going to feel kind of saccharine or, like, out of place, but it did not. I, I think didn't it feel does. Like it did. Which is funny because, like, obviously, this is um, Steve Whitmer. Whitmore? Yeah. Whitmire. Whitmire. I've never Whit- said his Whitmire, name. Whitmer. We don't know. Anyway, but, and that's the difference mainly is because I guess the original Muppets film, it would have been Jim. Yeah. So, but he does a really good job of it. Um, I think he does great. And it's like, yeah. it's a really sweet song. It's nice to have Piggy up there with him. It feels very like a, you know, it's in the movie, it's an homage to itself anyway. So it's all like very layered yeah. and sweet. It's and, very layered, yeah. this film. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that when I actually watched it originally, I only watched this film for the first time last year mm. before I'd started my rewatch of all this stuff. So I didn't get so many of the references yeah. that are in this film. And I think I still am missing some because, again, we haven't watched Muppets yeah. Take Manhattan forever since forever or like all these right. other things. But I but do think we're much closer to getting it. I'm much better than I was yeah. last time Same. I saw this film for sure. Same. Um, so then we have the first Oscar Oscar Osking Osking yes. Oscar winning song um for Muppets history so the first uh first song that's that's won and they're obviously again as we said it's a musical they're all musicals yeah so it is exciting that this is the first one that's won for best original song yeah yeah um 
And this is Man or Muppet by Brett McKenzie, as we've again mentioned from Flight of the Concords, or again, as I've just serenaded you Brett. from famously Cockatoo to Malibu. <laughs> uh, you want the moon? I'll see what I can do. <laughs> He's just so funny and I love him so much. Um, big fan of Brett. So I'm very yeah. excited that he got this. And it's so weird because at the Brett. time I probably wouldn't have cared. But I'm like looking back on it, I'm so glad that he won this. Yeah. Um, because yay, Brett. Um, you okay. didn't watch this song? Okay, so I I like this song, but it is probably the one part of this movie that I've seen the most independently of the film. Like, so I've seen it so it. often. Yeah, because I've watched it so many times. And, like, oh. also, like, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory makes my head mad. So I just okay. skipped it. But it's a good well, song. It does look kind of accurate. Uh, like, he's a good, it's good casting. And the yeah. Jason Siegel puppet is very good as well. The, yeah, the puppet who would have been Jason Siegel is very good. And he's got this big old <laughs> nose. Yeah. And he kind of looks like that reporter muppet. But um, Yeah, he does kind of, doesn't he? Yeah. But, yeah, it's very and good. Also, how fun is it? To make a Muppet look like you. Oh what my god, what a treat. And like also you're like, yeah, I bet Jason Siegel like explicitly made sure that there the would be a Muppet like of that, him, yeah. like that he would look exactly and like be, him. And, like, and yeah, yeah, yeah like goofy guy. and yeah, yeah, he is. He's like, you know, yeah. he's like he must be like six three or four, right? I mean, he's a pretty like hulky dude. Yeah, Although massive. everyone looks tall next to Amy Adams, so it's hard to say. Or Muppets. Or <laughs> <laughs> just quietly. <laughs> Yeah, or Muppets. I suppose that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the more obvious go-to. You're right. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's why we're a partnership, my friend. Uh, um. <laughs> but okay, so, yeah. So, but it was lovely. Obviously, it's a famous song. People know it. Yeah. Um, it won all these things. I don't think it's the best song in this film. No, but, but it is. I can see why it, it is won. good, and, and it's, it's funny. emotional, and it it's stands written alone. well. <laughs> it's nice to listen to. It sticks in your head. It's all those things. Yeah. It's a good song. So I yeah, I think they've done a good job with it. Yeah. But I don't I liked I probably like Me Party more, to be fair. Yeah. And also I think my nostalgia for the, the way they do Rainbow Connection it was really strong. Mm. Um, and that we didn't mention the happy song in the beginning is that also they do in the end is also fun. But like it's very yeah, that's it's more true. generic for me and I enjoy it as for what it is, but I'm not Because I was gonna say fun. actually that the finale song was really was really fun, but then I was gonna say because I was going to go like, oh, well, that's one of my favorite songs. And I went, Abby, you cannot even name that song. You don't remember one it's single line from it. happy song. I think. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Life's a happy song when there's some life side to sing. Along, along, along. Yeah. 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 Life's a happy blah when you da da ba da ba da ba Yeah. It's pretty cute. Yeah. We're so musically talented. Well, you actually are. But I am. <laughs> we are <laughs> equally talented. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's race to the end here. And why don't you yeah, tell we me. Yeah, we uh, why don't you tell me what guest stars and cameos you recognized? Yeah. Um, so Dave Grohl, you said you didn't recognize Not Dave Grohl. Where was he? But he was the drummer in the Muppets when you first get fuzzy. Oh, yeah. Right. I completely bypassed that. I like kind of tried to do this thing where I was like, "Who will I recognize?" Like, this yeah. is my new thing. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Jack Black, Emily yeah. Blunt, Rashida Jones, Donald Glover. That's a which great little great. bit. Um, yeah. And then also because it's right after the other guy who I can't remember his name either. You've written it down, so that's fine. Right. Um, and Sarah Silverman. And then also Christian Shaw, which I'm going to say I did remember, even though I forgot her name. Okay. But I do now know I'll, it. I'll allow it <laughs> because um, you reminded me of And it then now. there was a bunch at the end, which I don't think count because they basically no. like threw a bunch of people. They were like, yeah, when they're all smushed in. Yeah. And they named them all. It doesn't count. If I was also going to say them. if they say their names, it's like less meaningful. Like, for example, it would be hard not to realize that Jack Black was in this movie. 
Yeah, and but also like Selena Gomez is the end, and the other and that kid, and that from, kid from Modern, Modern Family. Family, and like all that kind of stuff. But like yeah. they're being themselves in a different way. I mean, obviously Jack Black is also being himself, himself, but but he's participating, and also and he's like, like he's also he's also acting. Yeah, he's not actually. Everyone else is kind of a bit more as themselves as themselves. Yeah, you know what like I mean? also like Neil Patrick Harris was in the telethon, and so was John. Yeah, Krasinski. and Ryan. No, you're right. I was going to say Ryan Krasinski, but also that's fine because John Krasinski because he's married to Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, which I think they were at this point as well. I'm not sure though. I think they were together. Yeah, they've been married for like Um, for a while, right? Uh, Some other ones that I noticed: uh, Mickey Rooney, um, one of the not a person that I recognize. So he was the old guy. He's in the opening like dance number in Small Town, and then he's like in one of the shots at the end making a face at one of the Menomina people. He's not someone that I could recognize if he was in front of me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's dead now, so uh, you won't have an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Um, So, yeah, yeah, Mickey Rooney. Alan Arkin is the tour guide of the Muppet Studios. Um, Is that that old guy? The old guy. Yeah, yeah. The kind of like baldy guy. Um, Ken Jeong is the guy on the tv the fake TV yes. show punch teacher <laughs> from community yeah and other things yeah, and other things but- um, which i thought it was then funny because then donald glover was right there yeah. and i was like this is so fun that was a really <laughs> sweet like you know it, it would have been fun if they went for a third and threw in like yeah. um well, i don't know any one of them um and then uh zach galifianakis was hobo joe who i did know but again yeah. i was like between the ferns guy Whatever his yeah, name him. Is. You know the one from The Hangover <laughs> with you the know, man. The purse. guy with the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was all about. Most, there was definitely more. There those are the more, people that we kind of recognize. Yeah, I didn't fine. catch anybody else out really. Um, they were rumored to have a bunch more guest stars than they had, and then they had a different, a totally it's different. Because they had list. a bunch of ideas. Yeah. Because this film was in development for so long, and they had a bunch of ideas, and so then it, different things changed. You know, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Big old showdown at the end. Um, I like, did I write best line? You must have written I wrote the best line. Yeah. So the best line, in my opinion, is when Miss Piggy uh, essentially beats down her alternate universe dark counterpart, um, yeah. the pig Moopit, whose name I can't remember. I don't um, think it's important. I don't think it matters. Uh, but <laughs> she's creepy and cigarette and gross. No and... Piggy uh, karate kicks her and says, there's only one Miss Piggy. And she is moi. <laughs> and she is moi. There you go. Um, <laughs> I think we it. should rate this out of um, berets. And <gasps> Love it. Piggy berets. Okay. Specifically. Um, <laughs> so I am going to give this film a seven out of ten berets. Nice. Mm, that's um, my Okay, all right. I'm going to give this film an 8.5 out of 10 mm-hmm, That's berets. high. Mm. Yeah, um, because even though it's missing some some key piggy content, it's mm-hmm. just like I've seen this movie a lot and it has never stopped being reasonably fun to watch. It is very fun. I did yeah. mark it down for the last lack of Miss Piggy. I thought that would be um, the thing that would tally it down for you. But yeah. also, yeah, still very enjoyable. And I, I think it sounds so naff, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I love how much it they love the Muppets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I love, yeah. I just love. I love love, you know, and I love Jason Siegel's love and I love how much that comes across and I think it's really beautiful. Um, but yeah, so I think that's where we're going to follow us and let us hope, love, and laughter. Hope, love, and laughter. No, you're right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and what's the best medicine? <laughs> um, medicine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the best things. Uh, uh, what was the first one they said? I can't remember. I remember. <laughs> it's like, laughter. It's like the third best thing you can offer somebody. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, so follow us on Let Us Miss Piggy on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to send us an email or anything at Let Us Miss Piggy 
It's not at Letters. Oh, it's Letters from Miss Piggy at gmail.com. Gmail. <laughs> goodness, my goodness, it's late now. Lord, um, this is late. So <laughs> we don't usually record this late, guys. It's not even late, but we we try to record We're in the tired. end of the afternoon. Hot. I'm sick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you follow us all there. Tell us what you think about this film. I'm excited to put all the pictures up because I'm yeah. so obsessed with so much of it. There's so many good um, ones. And I think we should end it with um, maniacal laugh, maniacal, maniacal laugh. laugh, maniacal, maniacal laugh. laugh. <laughs> Everything is great. Everything is grand. We've got the whole wide world in the palm of our hand. Everything is perfect. It's falling into place. I can't seem to wipe this smile off my face. <laughs> when there's someone by your side to sing along.